G'day, welcome to the mailbag powered by punningform.com.au. Sectional proforms, what I use, Josh uses, Peter uses, and everyone who's ever been on the show uses. Common thing is we win. If you want to start winning, punningform.com.au. Just give it a go. You won't regret it. Um, it's like it's, it's kind of like a gateway drug, I guess, Peter, isn't it? Not in any way, shape, that, or form. Having that first dart, little barky, <laughs> next thing you know, you, you understand how races are run and how to find the fastest horse, etc. I think that's one of the worst analogies you've had on the show, but anyway, play on. That's a big call. Josh, welcome. Um, yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Great, great to be back on board, previewing some shows. How do you... Um, how have you found the racing last sort of three or four weeks um, and leading into like a fat meeting on, on a big day and also with last week's like fatness, but also trueness, the Flemington card sort of provided us? Feeling good? Feeling great. Um, yeah, some good racing around. I think uh, this champ here really cool. showed his true colours last week. Now going to the uh, All-Star Mile. And... Uh, yeah, it's been some good racing the last couple of weeks. It's really exciting. You know, you just get that buzz when the good racing's around. Mm. Um, it's, but seeing it, I think you'd sometimes agree, is, you know, when you see when you see a card, then you get excited and then you find that, you know, there's no edge a lot of the time in some of these races where you think that they might, you know, it's a good race, but obviously the best horses are there. They're all set to, set to peak. You know, sometimes you, you actually prefer a, a shitty winter benchmark 90 race the betting to from a betting perspective um it's sometimes better just to find the fat in uh in some of those races no doubt but no doubt this weekend 17 horses running down the straight in the new market which should be a, a ripping race it, it's a glorious race i don't think it's as good as some people are making it out to be but i think it's still it's still better than recent years from a betting point of view, it's exciting. Like if you if you want to step around the first two, but you could also step into one of them. There's a there's a, a bunch of horses you can back. Absolutely, I think uh, there's many angles to be found there. Even a couple of kiwis thrown in there too. Peter, have you frozen or are you just sort of? No, I'm listening intently. But uh, yeah. on on all that, should we should we have a look at the new market race six? Yeah, why not, Saturday. Peter? That's a good idea. Lost and running home affairs. They head the market. Home affairs is three seventy. Lost and running three ninety. And then well, we've got Artorias at eleven, twelve dollars. Mass Crusader thirteen or so. Swats at fifteen. Quantico sixteen. So is Snap Dancer. All right, who wants to go first? Josh, you're the guest. Sure. Um, yeah, what a race. Home affairs. I think. Um, you know, if it win, if he wins this, he is really just like elite because the the task he has to do with the weight in a in this handicap, um, is stand himself at weight for age already and and set weights. Um, but this will like take him to sort of a real elite level. Could even stamp him easily as the best runner in in the country if he isn't already that after uh, Nature Strip sort of fall down in his typical second up fashion last week. Um, for me, in terms of a punting perspective, I have to be around home affairs. Um, lost and running is the one to beat. In terms of edge, not much there, not much in it. Um, horse like Quantico is really interesting. Um, super run down the straight in the spring. Um, Artorias also, also a uh, interesting runner as well. 
Um, inside draw, probably not preferable. Not sure what you want to be on the day just yet. Um, with rail out five, there's probably some deterioration in the track inside. So leaning maybe maybe potentially to the, the outer of the track. So favoring those like Home Affairs and, and Mask Crusader getting home late. Um, I think Mask Crusader gets to its right right distance here as well. Um, was just not suited in that, that first up run in the Lightning. Um, we'll be definitely running a better race over 1,200, but it will be better suited. Um, and then you've got your straight track horses like Zatori and um, Hal Vorsen who always run super down there, not to mention, not to forget uh, September run as well, spots that also flew home in the Lightning as well. I think it could be a touch of unders with the market. I think it wouldn't be, wouldn't be surprised if I see it ease a bit. Um, but well-weighted, no doubt, in a handicap race here. Interesting horse, I think, as well, is Finance Tycoon. If it's actually turned sort of its form completely around with that first up win, um, it was a great ride first up, no doubt, and they let it run. Um, I hear that the horse has had some wind issues, so letting it run is no doubt the uh, the, the way to let option. it. Yeah, way to let it be run. So um, whether or not it could lead here, um, not sure. Snap dancer um, flying as well. Um, but could be sort of a bit out of its grade here, I think. Um, but yeah, like there's a lot of angles you can sort of you can find. Deco, I can't believe they're running Snap Dancer here as a starting point. Um, makes no sense. Josh Richards replacing D Lane on Finance Tank Tycoon, who I don't like as a horse in this race. There's a massive, massive, like enormous step up. Probably needs to find four lengths of being blessed to to get its PB figures. But Josh Richards is. Uh, pretty potent at, at Flemington. His strike rate increases dramatically and, he, and his profitability increases dramatically, which is interesting. And I reckon that most of that damage has been done down the straight. So um, that's a bit of a positive for that horse. I think the the starting point from a betting point of view is Artorius. Um, it's got... A, it, it, they opened about the same price in the, um, the good race in spring down the straight. Maybe it's called the Coolmore, maybe? Yep. They yep. started about the same price. Um, Home Affairs was like grand final trainer aimed at that race, whereas I think Arturis was a little bit all, all over the shop in that prep. So I think the market sort of swerved towards Home Affairs late. It was a big steam off a big parade as well, though, Pete. And Arturis was a little drift. But the SPs were very similar. Now here you're getting a dramatic difference in price off a horse that's now 100% aimed at this race. I think barrier two and the lack of speed's half a good thing. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if it's half slow, Craig Neal is fearless and will put this horse wherever he wants to. So if he wants to get to the outside, he'll be outside, I think, quite comfortably. If he wants to kick up and use the gate on the inside, he'll, he'll be fine. The, the big negative with Arturis is always the map and, and being in that back third down a straight. But uh, outside of that, I think you're getting a really fair price for a, a really talented horse. What do you guys think about that horse? I just hate the map. That's but it. at the price? Yeah, even at the price. But I hated this race from a betting point of view. I was just looking at trying to find a, a chink in the armour of Lust and Running or Home Affairs, but because they both put themselves into the race, I guess Lost and Running, the small query is first time down the straight, but you know, Home Affairs has been there, done that. Um, I just find it really difficult to knock either of them to be honest i had small little edges like artorias i've got marked just slightly short in the market quantico is probably the one i've tried to penalize it as much as i can and it's still a slide over so 
look, if I was going to have a small bet, it would be on it. But yeah, I, I don't really have any any genuine interest. I just find it hard to fathom both lost and running in home affairs, not running to their peak on the same day. And as a result, it's going to be really difficult to get past one or both. Well, I'm not a weight guy, but I know Josh is. The, the Arturis has like maybe it's six or seven kilo swing on home affairs from that Coolmore or whatever. Is it called the Coolmore? I'm sure it's a Coolmore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's um, vulnerable, and I think Lost and Running down the straight is vulnerable. Like it's a, it's a different setup. And if Lost and Running wasn't trained by John O'Shea, I'd be more confident in sort of betting around it. His horses spiked big time at Flemington in the last carnival. Um, I agree, Quantico. Because the I backed Oxy Road at fifty one dollars as well. It wasn't suited and could be behind what is the best sprinter in the country in Marabi. That Caulfield figure was fucking enormous. That horse just keeps ticking boxes. Oxy Road couldn't win from where it was and was pretty strong through the line. It was entitled to sort of get taken by the the swoopers there. Not one of them got near him. So I, I thought that run was big. I think the the barrier, the ride was awful. I thought at Caulfield. Oxy Road, the ride, is just, it's a very simple setup here. Just get behind Home Affairs and see if you're better yeah. than it. With... Um, I've had a small bet at Zutori because of the track and trip stuff and, and last prep, a little bit like Artorias, I think was trained to be a bit of a, a 400-mile horse and it's not now. Um, it's yeah. track and trip beast and I, I think it'll improve and is the wrong price. Um, so, yeah, the, I've had a few bets around these two favourites. I agree though, Pete, like you know, might be sort of 350 to go and just think, you fucking moron, why'd you, <laughs> why'd you do this as one of them just kicks? But, um, yeah, I, I think it's an outstanding betting race. I've backed Zutori, I've backed Oxy Road, I've backed Quantico, and I've backed Artorias. So four horses to knock off these two favourites. I think uh, I think just to touch on it, another one is uh, back when I was, uh, when Sunlight won the uh, new market down the straight. I like to sort of be with the horses it's an obvious with uh, short races, you want to be, you know, on the speed and everything. But with a with with such a big field, you don't want to be have to weaving for runs and things like that. You want the most straightforward, easy, efficient run. Um, so the map even plays more into my head. I think with these sort of these races, you want to be uh, on horses in the first half of the field, no doubt, because with you know things will get held up from the back in these big fields down the straight, even though there's you know 20, 15 to twenty lanes of room. Um, you just want to be clear with running so if i was steering towards one it'd probably be something with a, a pretty clear map um on pace to lead oh i think though that leans lost and running's a chance of getting like in within like the the wash of this race and getting a little bit lost in running josh but yeah. um but um <laughs> like a taurus is like just last, so I'm kind of not worried about it as such. You're sort of getting the price for the map, but you're very unlikely for it to get stuck in the mix there. Like Swats, that will get will get like held up at some point, no doubt. Those sort of horses. Q Bowman's strike rate drops maybe seven or eight percent when it comes to Flemington. I stopped two hundred and something rides, so I think it's vulnerable. It's not J Mac. All right. Should we have a look at the Australian Cup race seven? Think it over's favourite. $3, Spanish Mission, $4.50. Duai and Cascadian, $8.50 a piece. She's Ideal, 11 Callsign Mav, 14 Upwards the rest. Dico, I'll start with you this time. Let's run us uh, through the map first. It's Duas. I'm pretty sure it's not, but... 
It's definitely Dwyer's. Uh, Maximal, think it over. Call sign Mav, I think, roll forward. Call sign Mav, big decisions. Um, very big decisions for J-Mott at Flemington. So if you back it, I don't know, I'd find a few gods and I'd pray to them all. Um, <laughs> Delphi from one, Coffin, beautiful run. Uh, Steel Prince, Cascadian there, thereabouts. Yonkers, Spanish Mission. Yonkers will be midfield or just worse. Spanish Mission, I don't know what they do either. Like, does he get the back of call sign Mav's got the big J-Mac on. It's a big switch. Um, Duas, worse than midfield with Surprise Baby. And then uh, I think She's Ideal and Ho-Ho Khan, ridden by T-Hope. Um, they wait for age group one level. We'll have to go back from 12. Um, I think the map horse is Delphi. And I think the horse to back each way is number one, Cascadian. Um uh, do you want me to dribble on about why, or do one of you guys want to say something first? No, you go why, because... Uh, you go why. Yeah. Uh, track and trip, one from one, ran second, Cascadian, so confident there. I saw this thing in the yard at Caulfield, despite its, like, pathetic tempo in the, of that race. I thought it just did what it had to do. Um, the great man sticks. Baratou suits the great man. Um, it was so fit. Nostrils the size of my fist, this horse. I watched it parade a few times out the back there at Caulfield. Stinking hot day. Um, I think it's humming along. I think the, the, the trip suits. The map looks pretty soft in, in a tricky race. Um, I think Think It Over is vulnerable to Flemington. Um, I think some of the other ones in the market's maps are tricky. And I think the Delphi, if it gets out and out and out, it's just a price where... You know, it's big boy, Mark Zara. Soft little run. Just waits, for, waits his turn. If the horse is going, as like it might be back. And if it's back to its level of, of the spring, then it's a big player in any race. And what did SP in the Caulfield Cup? 5.50 in the Caulfield Cup. Mm. That, was, that was three starts ago. It's going to get the gun run here. <clears throat> okay. Yep. Yep. I think uh, it's a pretty... I've got them both exactly the same price, think it over, and Spanish Mission. Um, that's giving Spanish Mission sort of an, an SP figure from that Caulfield Cup, which is sort of all we can go off um, as its sort of level for me. Um, Jack gets the, the greatest gear change in, in Australia, J-Mac on. Um, Luke Nolan's riding well. Luke Nolan is riding well, like better than you might anticipate, oh. but he's still fucking nowhere near J-Mac. Yeah, exactly. He... Um, yeah, he's 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 flying, but J Mac is just different different gravy sort of in Australia at the moment. Um, I sort of sort of like she's ideal and Duet Duets Duets Duets. Uh, I really like she's ideal actually. Um, super run in the Chipping Norton. Um, got back, flew home. Maybe wants like twenty four hundred though, and a, maybe a bit of a softer track. Interesting that they brought it down here. I think she she really relishes the. Um, the softer tracks goes far better um, on my figures on, on a softer track. Um, but just excited to see her go around. I think So in terms of betting, um, Juas and She's Ideal, I can't really get close to the market in terms of value. Um, but a horse probably probably leaning towards Spanish Mission. I've seen that they've just sort of trickled on it a bit more and it's in 380. Um, was hoping if I could get $4.50 sort of plus, was hoping to, to get a price on it. Um, so you're not worried about uh, this map at it. all? Map's a little, it's a little stinky, but 
you know, it's not, you know, I don't think, you know, you know how these races are run. They they seem to just find a spot and he'll probably slot in like, I don't know if he'll lead, but he'll um sort of slot in like 1-1, one, one, I reckon. And he'll even get like sort of the dream run um, and just slot in 1-1. Uh, one, one. Who knows what they do with Delphi because that horse is just like, it gets pulled everywhere sort of thing. Um, they, they rode it correct first up. Um, how I imagine they'd ride it in Australia, but that's not how they've done it every time. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what they do with it. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was just going to be a real tough on-pace runner, and they've actually ridden it sort of off the speed more more times than not um, since coming to Australia. Um, and it's can't say it's not done the right thing um, because of huge huge run in the uh, Herbert Power to win. Um, so yeah, they've got it going well. Uh, horse like horse like man, also interesting. Especially with the SPP, um, was backed heavily in the um, in the car line, uh, and then was scratched. I think the other day from a race was that at Caulfield? I think it could have been at Caulfield again. Um, so interesting to see how that goes. We'll, we'll no doubt um, be definitely uh, ready to run out the 2000, which was more suited to in New Zealand back in New Zealand. Started you know 30 to one in the Cox plate, which is definitely, I think, like an SP that's okay to be bettable here at this um, at this sort of level. With the with the draw though and the the um, the jockey, just saying Jamie Mott's a good jockey at some levels, but um, probably this level is a bit out of his grade. Um, it could be tricky, but just an interesting runner I thought from what the S what the SP is after the race just because he Got so well backed in the first up run. How how's Yonkers the same price as Delphi here? Yeah. Last start, last start, they hit SP three times the price of it. Could be uh, just a, a third up wall thing that the market might be be thinking, but I, I could see it definitely as being sort of fifties. I could, yeah. I, I've got it sort of 50s, so I'm happy to stick with that and be pretty confident that it would be around that. I thought it, one of the other interesting horses in this race is uh, Surprise Baby. I, I thought the performance behind Ellswood was pretty decent like, from where it was in run, and you couldn't really knock it. It might be um, just building up the rev levels suited to Flanton. Yeah. Did start favourite in a Melbourne Cup, or, yeah. or near favourite. Yeah, has some some pretty big figures at probably its peak figures at at uh, Flemington, no doubt. It's very elegant once or twice, you know. Favorite versus Humidor, good horse when right, might be right. I think my my summation is have a very small bet each way on Cascadian and enjoy the ride. It's not a great race. That's Peter. I am. I'm pretty keen here. Do I? Do I? I know um, oh it's had but uh, coming out of the Chipping Norton where it wasn't going to be suited, that, that run was just incredible. Like it's just stuck bolting for a run the entire straight, eventually gets flushed out wide. Um, the last 200 figure it was the second fastest on the card for a stayer. Uh, I think it goes better on ground that's not heavy. And the hasn't run at Flemington. That's a small knock, but I think it'll be suited by the track. I think it'll be suited by the way that the race shapes up. Just ticks boxes for me. I think we're getting a really good price because of the jock trainer setup, which I don't think uh, factors in as much as is required to be betting here. So I'm pretty happy to bet Do I. 
uh, small bet Delphi. That was the other one. They're both Caulfield Cup horses. Um, but yeah, more than happy with both of those to be settling into a really nice spot here in this run. Uh, it's interesting, would... Josh Parpe. He was, um, oh, remember well, last week we were talking about he'd done from four? We were like, oh, he hasn't run a winner. He's on overpass and that other thing. Now, he, if you click on the punting form, like jockey rankings for the for the meeting, go by pot. He's the, he's the king, number yeah. one. Number one seed goes at 57%, two from seven. Hashtag sample size. <laughs> um, yeah, along with Josh, I went looking for She's Ideal, but the only figure I could find, that matriarch figure, was just plain. So I'm just a little bit iffy on her. And again, as Josh alluded to, just wanting it a little bit softer in the track. So did go looking for She's Ideal, but just couldn't find it. Spanish Mission and... Um, Think it over. I just thought they were short enough at the current quotes. I, I think think it over is probably the one where yeah, it seems to map really well. But there's just a few little queries on, I think, how that form's going to stack up, and and also at Flemington, I just don't have a, a real guide. And at that price, I'm more than happy to just let it go. So yeah, for me, do I one of the uh, better bets on the card? Beautiful. We're about to head to race two, but before we do, Peter, just a quick comment on race eight. The uh, basically import from um, the the state of WA, which is basically its own country. Um, it is. Chairman Chairman McGowan has allowed this horse to enter Victoria. Um, <laughs> it looks fucking deadly to me. The King Mark, rides Mark Zara. Mark, Mark, Mark McMahon. Mark McMahon. Apparently, he's in the ownership. Um, credit the <laughs> Is it? Is it? How good is it? And um, do you do you endorse political? Do you endorse my my rather large bet upon it? <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a good horse. It should have run second in the Kingston Town. Um, that was when it copped bad interference of Western Empire late. It should have run second to, to Regal Power. I'm surprised that the uh, protest was not upheld. Um, it's got the figures. It's got the right trainer. Danny Morton's got a good history bringing horses west to east. This doesn't look a great field. There was condition on the horse first up. I'll have a really good line and going into the mounting yard can't wait to see it parade uh, it just looks set as long as it's traveled over well so we'll wait and see but uh total this, this week's show race eight west will be best yes it's one of those where as much as i'd love to back it now i just i always love to see these horses in the yard took 480 i think it'll win uh i thought the the kieran Ma horse i liked it a lot i liked it a lot but the d- deeper i dug the less i liked it sp is awful versus some of these um could go on um and also full credit to this trainer's son who kicked those couple of massive goals in the swans 2012 grand final he was a dubious selection and he delivered on the big stage and i'm forever grateful <laughs> i think it's kale morton or someone <laughs> race two peter it's oh, over no. the six, six his name was morton yeah he kicked like a couple of snags like bananas crumbing work All glorious glorious stuff race two is the uh there's a 600 meter group three for mares and up, Peter. Yep. The map, boys. Tarith and Invinciano I have leading from Flying Mascot. I think yes, 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 baby, yes. We'll kick up from one. Groovy kind of love thereabouts from two. Not not like last score. Bound to win, don't know. Promise of success and rock of the clock. Tailing off. Can we just keep this pretty simple? Does anyone have anything other than Flying Mascot being a bet and winning this race? I have genuine 
fear around Tarth, who I think's a group horse and I'm scared of, and in the, this is the right sort of graded race and the right sort of map for it to sort of dominate. Um, I like. I think D Lane suits. I'm scared of it. I think Fly Mascot's a very very good bet here though. At the same time, I have it at dollar ninety eight now. Um, and the other horse that scares me, I think Josh will speak to, is Groovy Kind of Love, who I think can get Flying Mascot back if it's if it wants. Um, and well, this is the theme I think for Josh for this whole show. It's J Mac on baby, and I love it. Am I wrong? Well, that is the thing that scares me. Uh, like yourself, Dicker, I've got Flying Mascot at two twenty, so there's enough fat in that price to um, bet. However. Um, I think the aim, just quickly, I think the aim was the All-Star. I thought they thought they were going to the All-Star mile. I don't think they've got, they didn't get that slot. Um, now, this could just be like sort of an afterthought. Um, no doubt it was a good win last start. Very slow run race um, and turned it into a pretty nice run race um, when leading. But yeah, horses like Chirath, who missed a run, um, who missed a run, in before the futurity last start um he scares me because it's missed that run and now it's probably set to peak um whether or not it's, it's going to enjoy the mile i didn't really think i thought it was more so just a 1400 meter horse but i can you know I'll, I'll i'll be wrong if i if it just turns up on saturday i think you have to be around it but i'm, I'm with Dico that it's a good horse but i just think it's better suited to 1400 horse groovy kind of love who i was on last start who sort of just never saw daylight at Flemington, believe it or not. Um, came out, was flying home, uh, gets J-Mac on. Uh, however, it get, gets to a grade here where I sort of look at things like the weights and it's giving 13 kilos to um, to the top rated. So um, Tarath, the likes of Tarath, Flying Mascot, Rocket Clock, they're all well in at the weights with being set weights and penalties. Mm. Um, so these horses are going to have to turn up. The other horse that scares me, which is well in at the weights, is promised to success, only giving one kilo to those horses. Um, and it's John, it's John Flemington. Like, yeah. he could train three winners. And yeah, like, exactly. That's a dead heat new market, but he could do and it. And I feel like, feel like, yeah, we sort of still, you know, this this horse could probably still sort of improve even more. Um, second to Forbidden Love last start in the uh, Guy Walter up in Sydney on a heavy track. Um, Obviously, good, good and heavy tracks. I don't think are too much of a worry. Maybe leaning towards the heavier tracks. Um, just had a look. It also does have synthetic hoof filler on first time. There's a lot of there's a lot of little bits and pieces here that you could sort of you know a lot of head noise as we say. Um, and probably you know if I'm if I'm ballsy enough, I'm probably back flying mascot and promise success and just pray that J Mac doesn't doesn't see daylight on uh, groovy kind of love. Because that horse just hits the line every time on, I, uh, on punting form figures. It's just always running on. I think um, John O'Shea's got two here too, by the way. Two in this race as well. Uh, Tarath also has, like, he's two from three at the track. Like, I, I'm more grey from listening to you speak and having a little look at the form whilst listening to you speak. Like, the way I price and bet, it's, it's, your back flying mascot here is pretty simple. But mm. Tarath, like... Not suited first up. Then it was behind Marabi. <laughs> Marabi over 1,200. And then it's just run right. behind Sierra Sue, Tefane, beat on Thunderstruck. <laughs> like, it's fucking airborne. And if it gets out even, $6, you have to bet. We haven't even really touched on Rock the Clock either, which could definitely 
yeah, good show one from, up. One from one track and trip. Yeah, yep. Peter. It's, uh, angles. You must have a lot of clarity after that, mate. I just thought it was pretty simple overall. I thought promise of success is the weak point in the market. Um, just in terms of the overall figures, I went looking for it. I've given bonuses. I still can't get it at the price. Uh, just that. Um, I've got rock o'clock again. Just don't like the map, although I do concede it obviously you know has one track and trip before, which is a positive for it. I don't like Taraf at 1600 and that just left me with Flying Mascot who's got the track and distance figure. It's got the booming last start splits. It just ticks boxes. That's just it for me. Just maps perfectly. I want 260 to bet. Track and trip. That's that's it. I should, should mention there's also a, uh, a former Mexican uh, in score going around who was with John Sadler. All its life. Now it's just gone up to Annabelle Nation. And I remember looking up at the screen the other week, I think it was a midweek meeting at Kensington, mm, yep. seeing score in the run. I go, hold on. That's uh that's one of our one of our old old numbers. Who did I see is training it now? Annabelle. And yeah, I thought, wow, this is Look, this is full growth awesome Annabelle, but if you can improve on our sads. She can get something out of it. Because um, I always thought it was a pretty talented horse and always hit the line super. Um, unlucky in plenty of starts. Caulfield used to run around and flash home for second and and things like that. I'd be I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Race three pistol. Yep. Last race. Remark. Slight favourite at four forty ahead of Gimme Par and Zarastro at six. Uh, sorry, four sixty. General Bowes eight, my numero uno Lloyd's crowned eleven dollars. All right, Josh, anything for race three? Uh, I thought it was a pretty tough race. Um, remark, I don't know any of these horses that is trial behind up in Sydney, but it's the SP horse for me here. Um, and if I'm confident, I'd be backing it because there's enough edge. Um, some of these other horses, uh, Zarastro is a little tricky to sort of assess its form. Um, Gimme Par as well. I don't really um, love it either in terms of its form lines and things like that. It's just Peter Moody's uh, fucking airball though, and it hasn't got to carry. It's got J Car. This yeah, race is great. You this race is you great. Respect. Yeah, it's a it's a real great race. I think um, I think I've found that I think Crystal Bow might be a fresh horse. Did this did the similar run sort of first up last prep? Um, would be happy to sort of be on, um, and and it did have a gallop the other day with the great Hatsu at Ballarat got wind got wind there. Um, <laughs> so um, it'll no doubt um, be fit and ready to run. Um, whether or not it's good enough here is tricky. Um, but yeah, I can't really say. If I was to tip one, it'd be a remark and probably just it down to the price each way. Just having a little little. Daydreams about like you and Rick seeing that just like shivering with your hot chocolates. Oh, that was it, I think. <laughs> oh, that was quick. Right. Right, we're on the clock. Oh, did you get it? Yeah, yeah, got it, mate. Yep, we've timed it yeah. well. Yeah, fuck. Uh, Peter? Do you want me to grow you up a little bit here? Uh, uh, I, I, found, I find this. I knew I didn't want to talk about this race because I have bet and I know it's just going to fuck me. So I, keep going. I love this race. <laughs> um, 
Just for a bit of homework on a side note, uh, the Hawks team and Chris Waller first up down the straight. Never seen the track before. We're talking about those horses. The Hawks team are 14 from 64 at 33% pot. Waller is 8 from 39 at 53% pot. Oh, fuck, you are good. And there's two in this race. That is gold. That is absolute gold. There's two. There's Remark and there's Zarastro. And I'm not backing either of them. I'm going to stick with General Bow. Uh, it's coming out of that um, Oakley Plate where it just never yeah, got Oakley a run plate. at all. Um, it was not so versus the day, the way the track was panning out. Second up last prep, it ran in a really hot version of the McNeil at Caulfield. I'm just bringing it up now, but it ran behind Bruckner, Artorias, Hearsay, Lightsaber, and it was beaten 1.2 lengths. Um, it's got the track and trip figures nailed down. So does Gimme Par, but... I'm getting a better price, General Bow. The, probably the concern is the 61 kilos, but it is a pretty big horse and it's carried 58.5 before without any real drama. So that was the way I was landing price-wise, but yeah, it's a nice race. So this is going to be one that I'm going to have a lot of fun with. Why isn't J-Mac riding Zarastro? That's what I want to know. He rode in two jump outs at Rose Hill. Here it mm. is. He's here. He's not riding. Sus, sus, sus. No. Dodging. My numero uno. Big weight. Did what I had to do. Different form on. Yep. Home track trainer. Blessed. This will be blessed in run. It's a wrong price. I think you can have saying on it. It's a it's a winner. This horse like it just wins. It's a lot. It's a proper line chaser. <laughs> Sorry, I had something went through my head there. Um, and the other horse we backed is uh, Remark. Jackson loves the trial. You've horned me up now, Peter, with that stat. Um, I think the map's beautiful and soft here for Jai. Um, trial's enormous, and then what that, that stat you've done enormous, I think Remark's a, a comfy bet to have in this race. So we've backed Remark, and we've backed uh, my numero uno. All right. Well, do we have a staking plan? Are we going with that again this week? Well, unless you just want to pay up already for the suit, that's up to you. Well, I don't know. Do you... Given I've actually looked at some races this week and you've given me more than, say, like eight seconds heads up, you know, I probably should because... Um, did you decide pre-meeting, pre uh, pre-show on when when this uh, competition comes to a close? When do I think we'll be... Should we call it at the end of the Bendigo Golden Mile Day? After the Bendigo or before it? We can go on that Saturday. <laughs> Skip the Bendigo meeting. Bendigo is the final meeting. Okay. How far away is that just for my mental health? Because I'm already trying to... It's like I'm looking at my shoulder a bit already. No, oh, about May. Christ. Yeah. Isn't there a right. Bendigo... I think there's a Bendigo next week as well. I thought you get given him a woke there. <laughs> on two weeks. <laughs> the nursery of champions. Um... Righto, how are you spending your 200 this week, Peter? Okay, I'm doing uh, doubles and treble, so four oh. different combos. <laughs> Get your pens out, partners. He's he's not chasing, but is chasing. He thought he was completely fucking gone. We all did. Uh, I rode home Yonts as hard as I ever rode home a horse in my life because I thought that it was guaranteed a beautiful sort of... Uh, we're not sure who either. If, you, if you're out there watching MJ Bale, anyone but Peter Jackson, get in touch and uh, we'd love to put your suits on. Sorry, Peter. Yep. Uh, I'm going for Flying Mascot, 
I'm going to throw in General Bow because I think I just love that setup for that horse. And do I, if I get two of them to lob, I'm yeah. in front. So all three to win, it's all over. So what? What's the like 150 and 50 or something? Well, that that yeah, that's how you do it. So yeah, equal staking each combo. So it's 50 on each combo. There's only four combos. Okay, right. I'll do the same. I'll have Flying Mascot as well. I will now have Remark. Thank you, Jackson. Thank you, Peter. So that'll kind of fuck you mentally when you've helped me win and beat you. Um, race two, number th- two. Race three, number two. Race two, number four. And my third and final leg. Just to fuck you proper. Race eight, number three. Kiss on all four cheeks. Uh, that's going to be some good content. <laughs> Uh, exact same staking as Peter, which I'm not quite clear on. So that way there's no confusion when we're recording the results. But that three three bets each. Josh, have you got a massive bet you want to leave the punters with at home? Uh, I think uh, I'm going to stick with uh, the stable here in Arctica. In race five, the CUNY. Uh, Coming three. from the Bermuda Triangle of form, two stars, two wins at Packenham. Absolutely flying, I think. It could be um, Winks. It could be Winks, but it might not be at the yeah. same time. I think I think Johnny just sort of, you know, Johnny I think admitted that she, uh, she didn't love it last start, getting sort of in behind him, needs to be out with running room. That's what she's going to get here at Flemington. Um, no doubt, some good there's some good fillies in the race, no doubt with Argenti and Barbrader, but uh, yeah, I'll stick with Dark together. Very good. Righto, righto, Mania Mail. Flemington, Sydney, uh, Curly stuff in Queensland, Peter stuff in WA, uh, prices and everything with Mark Roden, themailbag.com.au. Support the boys. Bye for now. Have a great week.